0: Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Comparison rates not available in all states or situations. Prices vary based on how you buy.
1: This episode is brought to you by Kamlan. Kamlan is a post-apocalyptic urban fantasy podcast inspired by folklore and Arthurian legends. It's written and directed by Ella Watts, who you may know from her work from Doctor Who Redacted and Eliza, A Robot Story, and produced by Amber Devereaux at Tin Can Audio. Y'all, this is one of my favorite new podcasts. I am so excited for you to hear it. It's tightly written with mythic weight and personal stakes and just absolutely gorgeous sound design. Go subscribe to Kamlan, that's C-A-M-L-A-A-N, wherever you're listening to this. And stay tuned at the end of the episode for a trailer for the show. Hello, Eleanor here. And this is Jeffrey. Have you
2: visited our website recently? It's unwellpodcast.com. I wanted to remind you that this is the hub that we use to collect all things unwell in one place. We have transcripts to every episode in case you want to read along or double-check something you heard. There is info about our cast and crew. You can find information about how to support us on Patreon. And you can check out
1: our merch store. And you can find links to our advertisers. As an independently produced show, we rely on our listeners to help us succeed. Whether that is supporting us on Patreon or simply telling a friend about the show, your support makes all this possible. So, that website one more time, unwellpodcast.com What? You know how... The longer you look at a word sometimes, the less it looks like a word. I'm getting to the point where all these numbers are looking less like numbers and more like abstract little squiggles to which we've arbitrarily assigned meaning.
0: That's what numbers are.
1: No, no, I see your point. That said, I think that's enough for old Rudy for today. I've got a meeting tonight anyway and a fighting chance of being on time for it.
0: In all the weeks we've been working together, I've never once heard you use the phrase, enough astronomy.
1: Technically, you still haven't. But
0: Andrea is the refuge of tiny minds.
1: Right as usual, Nora.
0: Who is your meeting with?
1: Don't do anything (laughs) I wouldn't do. All clear?
3: Clear. Are we sure about this? Tape on the lock never fails. I meant, like, ethically? You think too much. Yeah, well, you don't think enough! Whoa! Okay, that is pretty cool. Oh, wait! Hang on, hang on! Music was made to echo. Turn that off. Come on, it's just getting to the good part. Why? No, 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 no. We are not doing this. We're already doing this. We didn't break into the observatory just to listen to your weird retro jams. It's not weird. It's new wave. It sounds like one of those demo tracks on a keyboard. You're so mean. You're like a mean person. So you don't want to know then? Of course I want to know. Then you know what to do. (sighs) Come here. It's not going to work. And yet, here you are. Only because of peer pressure. Sophia and her cousin tried it last year, and they both heard something. Are you calling Sophia a liar? No. Then what are you afraid of? Give me your hands. You first. Uh, Why? Okay, whatever. Whatever. Spirit. You have to close your eyes and say it like you mean it. Fine. Spirit. Eyes closed. Spirit. Deep breath, think hard. Feel all the energies of the dead surrounding you. Know that they loom on all sides, in all directions, as far as you can imagine. They are here, and they are hungry. But they can be controlled if you are of strong mind and soul. Breathe it in. Uh Uh-huh. Try again. Spirits of the tower, let the sound carry. Whisper the name of the boy I will marry. This is dumb. Maybe nobody marries you. Seriously, I don't know why I hang out with you. My turn. Spirits of the Tower, let the sound carry. Whisper the name of the boy I will marry. Maybe nobody marries you. Spirits of the Tower, let the sound carry. Whisper the name of the boy I will marry. I don't know! What was that? Mason, did you... No, uh-huh, sure. What was that? Oh ghost? I don't know who
0: you were married. And also, frankly, I can't imagine why you're so consumed with such things when neither of you can be much older than 13. What? You have your entire lives ahead of you. Years of schooling left to discover what it is. Mason,
3: you're not doing this, are you? No, I'm not. Jesus Christ! Run! Run! You came to
4: me! Yeah? Hey, Abby, can I ask you for something? If you
2: make it fast. I'm elbows deep in a debate about proper gloves protocol around antique documents, and things are starting to get personal. It's about Wes. Come in.
4: Any news? No. That's kind of why I wanted to talk to you. The lack of news? Look, I have a favor. You said? It's weird. I inferred... Things just aren't the same without Wes around, and Mom's at loose ends, and I know he's dead, but he's also just a kid, out there, by himself. I just want to make sure there's not something I'm missing, some way of reaching out to him.
2: So we're going to the woods to talk to Silas. I'll bring the flashlight. What? The Reverend Silas Lodge? It seems like an obvious avenue to explore, given that he said he could help bring Wes back, and you're clearly comfortable enough to invite him to Thanksgiving dinner.
4: I think we're steering clear of him for just now.
2: Don't tell me you're going to start throwing around the E-word, too. Black and white thinking is the enemy of
4: truth. I'm not saying he's evil. I'm saying I think that really, really freak out Mom, and she doesn't need that right now. I thought we could take a more hands-on approach looking for Wes.
2: You want to ghost hunt?
4: I want to know how he's doing, not mount his head on the wall.
2: You want to find him? Yeah, you want to talk to him? You want to...
4: hold a seance? Is that where we're at? Abby, just to remind no, you... No, I know. To remind you that a few days after Wes vanished, you told me, and I think this is a direct quote, the next time I dogmatically refuse to engage with the unknown, snap me with a rubber band. Which you are not about to do. Don't have any on me.
2: In that case, fine. Fine. Yes, it's been demonstrated to my satisfaction that we live in a world with ghosts. But we also live in a world with liars, and I'm still willing to believe that the latter is more common. Historically, when people have come forward about a supposed ability to communicate with other people's dead loved ones, they've ultimately been discredited. The seance has always been a blunt force instrument of misplaced hope. Let's not repeat those patterns. At
4: least, we're not paying anyone. Uh... What? I did pick up a few things on Spoodle. Things. Supplies. Supplies. They were on sale. We've got a digital recorder, infrared scanners,
2: and an EMF reader. So, the exact same things reality TV charlatans
4: use on manufactured horror shows. For what it's worth, they're all top-rated in their categories.
2: (laughs) There's phony ghost hunter gear that works better than other equally phony ghost hunter gear? How does that happen?
4: Abby, if that's how you want to do this, I can go find some rubber bands. No. No.
2: Suppose it makes more sense than buying the lowest-rated ghost-hunting items on Spoodle. Can I respectfully ask, why me? Why not ask your girlfriend? If ever there was a town where trying to talk to the dead qualified as a fun date night activity... I'm
4: giving Soul some space. She, uh... Asked if I'd volunteer to help her with the Mount Absalom craft fair crafternoon. And that's an
2: issue because... It's not an
4: issue. It's just in March. And
2: you'll have left by then?
4: I don't know. I don't know where I'll be in March. And your
2: plan is to avoid your girlfriend indefinitely?
4: Not indefinitely. I was just caught off guard. And I need a day or two to regroup.
2: Far be it from me to give you relationship advice. But... But nothing. Far be it from me to give you relationship advice. Full stop.
4: Besides, I'm not looking to make this a fun weekend activity. I need someone where there's no chance they'll get all into it and see stuff that's not there. You need to eliminate false positives. Exactly.
2: You're aware this will be an ordeal, right? For you? For both of us.
4: Yeah, I know. Do it for Wes? Let's go. Are you sure we couldn't do this inside? I'm not sure about anything, but the back porch was Wes's spot, and everything I could find online about contacting a specific ghost said to find somewhere with personal resonance. I know, I know. But that's all we really have to go off right now.
2: So, how do we... Is there a chant, we're supposed to say? A chant? To start us off. Something in Latin, for instance? Answering my own question, we have no reason to believe Wes ever studied Latin or that being dead makes a person
4: suddenly talk like an ancient Roman. He was already dead. I think we just talk to him, and then use the equipment to keep an eye out. Talk to him.
2: What do we say that your mom hasn't said yet? Anything we can think of. So, just hucking spaghetti at a spectral wall.
4: Please, Abby, tell me your better idea for how we get through to him. If we're really going to try this, I think we need to be prepared to feel a little silly first. Okay? Okay. Uh, I'm going to turn on the recorder. Here's your scanner, and we'll keep the EMF reader between us so we can both check it for blips. Abby, are you okay?
2: I am holding in so many comments right now.
4: Hey, Wes, uh, we hope you're doing okay. We miss you. Mom misses you especially, The ghost tours are a lot duller without you. Mom, barely... Lily. Yeah?
2: Maybe it's a little insensitive to mention the tours, considering...
4: Right. Yes. Look, we're all really worried about you. Please come home. And if you can't do that, if you could at least give us some sign you're okay, that would really be great. Do you think maybe the chimes... Ghosts may
2: exist, Harper, but so does the wind. Some sign you're okay doesn't work for me. Can we dial down and get a little more granular? Abby. No, I'm serious. If we are trying to avoid false positives, we should know what a true positive would even look like. Wes, if you can hear us, if you can let us know that wherever you are, you're all right, can you spike the EMF reader three times? Anything? No. (sighs) Anything? The same as when you asked an hour ago. Of course, the only suggestion we have that ghosts can manipulate the electromagnetic
4: field comes from... (gasps) Do you see something? Where? In the trees. Point your scanner over there. No! Over there! It's a
2: raccoon. It's the wrong shape. Raccoons can stand upright. Have you never been on the internet? Oh. Shit. This feels like a dead end. We still haven't explored all our options. Are you seriously up for more ghost hunting? We shouldn't base our investigation on any one source. Do- This will be hard to say. Take your time. Do you know where we might find
4: a Ouija board? Mom has one. Wait, really? She used to host a mini seance the night after Halloween. In earnest? I can't picture that. And then she'd just use the board to spell out rude words.
2: All right, I can picture that. But if, and for the record, I want a lot of credit for saying this... If we're trying everything...
4: I really don't think a Ouija board is gonna break this open. Why?
2: Because it's made by the same company that puts out Mr. Potato Head? I mean, that doesn't help. The modern Ouija board is a commercialization of the Spirit Board, which has actually been around since the mid-19th century. If the original does work, I don't see the Hasbro version working less. Unless ghosts are very concerned about copyright law.
4: All right. Let's see what the spirit world has to say. Nothing. Yeah, nothing, right?
2: Nothing at all. Do you think maybe instead of getting lost in the weeds of what we don't know about ghosts, we should be starting with what we can know? What can we know? We've met other ghosts, haven't we? Like a disturbingly high number of ghosts. Not that many.
4: How many ghosts do you need, Abby? If we're doing proper data
2: science, easily over a thousand for a decent sample size. But that's my point. I don't think we can approach this from a strictly quantitative perspective. We need to gather qualitative impressions of individuals. We need to go studs turkle on this. Studs who? Oral histories, Lily. Primary sources. The backbone of history. Who can we talk to about being a ghost?
4: I mean, there's Joey, but I haven't seen her for more than a second or two since I got back to Mount A. She might be hard to track down. Or easy for Marisol's niece. Uh, Spikes is in Cincinnati. There's also Silas. Let's count him as a last resort. You said you talked to Great Uncle Tim. Current location also unknown since the
2: Delphics got the diner shut down. But that still leaves us with one ghost, and we know exactly where this one is.
4: Hello? Nora! Uh, Nora? Are you around?
0: How long do we give her? I don't know. I... He isn't here. What? Dr. Beltham isn't here right now. Where is he? Away.
2: Away where?
0: Do I look like your era's definition of a personal secretary?
2: One, they're called administrative assistants now. And two, that job is extremely difficult. Abby, take a breath.
4: Listen... Nora, if it's okay, we actually came to talk to you. Really? We did call your name. Multiple times.
0: You'll have to forgive me. It seems like yesterday every living person who saw me ran hard as they could in the opposite direction. Now suddenly people are crawling out of the woodwork wanting a chat. We're
4: not here to make small talk. Thankfully. Then why- We have a question for you. Oh, one of those. Does this happen to you a lot?
3: Spirits of the tower, let the sound carry. Whisper the name of the boy I
4: will marry. Who said that? A
0: local child earlier today who decided I could be used for divination. I think I preferred being the down monster. So you can replay sounds at will. Alright, sure. Only sounds that happen here. I tend to the echoes.
2: Alright. Alright. right. An anomaly of that degree would probably throw me into some sort of an existential crisis if it wasn't, you know, the 20th weirdest thing to happen in Mount Absalom.
4: So, uh, how are you, Nora? How am I? What's it like, you know, being... A brilliant scientist?
0: An accomplished inventor? Um... Of course not. You meant dead. You know, it's been so long, I might ask, what's it like being alive?
4: Point taken, but... No, I'm serious... What is life like, as a rule? Every person on Earth
0: would have a different answer. Well then, I can only tell you what it's like to be dead, and me. Do you actually want to know? I... Do you? That's not why we came
2: here. Abby, light a ghost on your own time. Nora, have you ever been to Julian? Why would you possibly care if I've been to Julian? It's for a theory.
0: Ah yes, the soft sciences. Soft in that they're pliable, malleable, useful to every day- I've never been to Julian. Oh. Why does that matter? I've been to Cambridge. Really? Which one? Both. Abby, can we- So you're broadly aware of a world outside Mount Absalom? I've been trapped here for over a century. I am painfully aware of a world outside Mount Absalom. Huh. What? That doesn't square with my theory- Then it sounds like you need a new theory. Care to
4: express your feelings on the soft sciences again, or- Abby, come on. Look, Nora, we're sorry to bother you. Before we go, do you have any thoughts on how someone might connect with the other side? You want to know how to talk to ghosts? Yes. Besides the general speaking of words, I assume. We're looking for some way to reach out to Wes. Wes? The young guy who came with us when I went down into the pit and then- Uh, Surely this must warrant a place in your memory. He hasn't
2: been back since. Do you think we'd be here asking you for help if he had? Abby. He he could have returned and left again. Well, he didn't. You told him he was dead, and he vanished in a way that smacks of permanence.
4: Because he didn't know. Because you didn't tell him. We had no idea how to start that kind of talk.
2: Again, by saying words. Because it went so well when you did it. Don't. I'm sorry. Are you...
4: Are you sorry? I didn't make him disappear.
0: You were the ones who knew him. It was on you to find a way to explain it.
4: I see your point, but he's 16. Or, you know, he was 16. And? Oh, that seems a little young to have the dying talk.
0: A convenient line of reasoning to have about a being who can't age. Do you know that for a fact? I don't know anything concrete about this whole predicament. It is very obviously not my area of study. I don't even know there were others.
2: All right, another false lead. I guess we go back to the internet.
0: No. No! Do not walk away from me! Nora? You came to talk to me, and now we are going to have a talk. You knew about your friend's death, and you hid it from him. How was I supposed to know you'd come to that decision, to keep him from the truth of the world? Dr. Peltham told me that the 21st century treated children differently. That fairy tales no longer end with a little girl being gobbled up for her curiosity. Was he wrong? How did that even come up? You've met Dr. Peltham. He was very tired at the time. I believe he was making some sort of point about wolves. My point is... You hurt Wes. Can you not let yourself see that? Do you know, for all those years this building was abandoned, I actually started to forget about how people act when they aren't fleeing for their lives. How desperate they are to fit you to their own needs. A fortune teller. A tool you can put away like a slide ruler. A monster. I regret playing a part in your friend's disappearance. I really do. But until you acknowledge that you played a part too, I don't see what good it does for you to stand around blaming me.
4: You're right. Okay? We screwed up. You're right. I know I'm right. But what now? How do we make this better? I told you. Not my area of study. Do you have any guesses? I'm a scientist.
0: I don't...
2: Guess. Of course you guess. You form hypotheses, right?
0: You make an educated prediction, and then you test it. I will say this. I don't think there's anything you can do to make him come back.
2: We're hitting diminishing returns, Lily. Let's head out.
4: Uh, thanks for your time, Nora. Well, I have an infinity of it. We appreciate you talking to us. The rude one doesn't.
2: Thanks for ruining my only theory.
4: Abby! No, I'm serious.
2: I'd always rather know if I'm careening towards a dead end. Was that a bun? Not intentionally. Lily, I've got one more place we should investigate. You do? Where? What was Wes's address again? Oh, you're kidding. You can't find a more resonant place than the childhood home. All right. But I
4: am not setting one foot inside there. But how will we... We'll figure something out. Why go to the trouble of talking to ghosts
0: if you won't listen?
4: We should be almost at the turnoff.
2: 1974 Oak Street. Classic Americana. Name the street after whatever you destroyed to build it. So, what's the plan?
4: Do you have your cell phone on you? Yes. Great. I'll stand guard at the corner while you break into the creepy ghost house, and then once you're in, call me and put me on speaker. You want to teleconference into a seance. Will that work? How the hell would I...
2: Lily? How long have we been almost at the turnoff? This is Elm Street. Can you see the next sign? Uh, Spruce. We didn't pass it. No. It goes Elm Street. Oak Street. Spruce Street. I've seen the maps. Oh, for shit's sake. We're lost. We're lost? We're not lost. We know where we are. We know where we're trying to go. It's just... Gone. Inaccessible to us. Is there a difference? Maybe philosophically.
4: Not my area of... Shit. I really thought this would... It's not your fault. You thought the streets would work. What now? I'm out of Leeds, back to Finwood. Sorry to drag you on this whole stupid wild goose chase. Eh, not all hypotheses pan out, even in the soft sciences. Do you think we'll be back in time for you to still get in on that fight about handling old books? I feel like the forum has probably moved on.
1: This episode features
4: Clarissa Cherie Rios as Lily, Marsha Harmon as Dot, Kathleen Hoyle as Abby,
1: Joshua K. Harris as Rudy,
4: Anujaveta as Nora,
3: Kat Evans as Stacy,
1: Abby Dowd as Mason, Michael
5: Tarantine as Wes. <laughs>
4: Written by Jessica Buss.
1: Sound design by Eli McElveen. Directed by Jeffrey Nils Gardner. Music composed by Stephen Poon.
4: Recording engineer Mel Bruder.
1: Unwell lead sound designer Eli Hamada McElveen.
2: Executive producers Eleanor Hyde
3: and Jeffrey Nils Gardner.
1: By Heartlife NFP. And a special thank you to our supporting producers: Mike Beal, Calico Davis, Steve Diamond, Bill Gardner, J.D. Horn. Olivia Howard Donor, Nick Keenan, Carolyn Koskasten, Megan McLean, Aurora Natalini, and Caitlin White. Heartlife wishes to acknowledge that the land where we live, work, and tell our stories is occupied land.
0: Unwell takes place in southern Ohio, which is the territory of the Miami people. Unwell is produced in Chicago, Illinois, which is the territory of the Peoria, the Potawatomi, and the Miami peoples.
5: Not a ghost. Listen. Look. Footsteps. See? Would a ghost have footsteps? Could a ghost do... that? Not a ghost. Hey. Hey there. Winter's almost here. You ought to get heading south. Or are you one of those that stick around? I never know. You don't even see me, do you? I'm here, though. I'm actually here. I'm still me. I'm still Wes. That means something, doesn't it? Even if I'm... If I... If I died? (laughs) I don't understand. This doesn't make any sense. How am I... Why didn't I know? Maybe I'm not dead. Maybe it's just... Maybe my soul is trapped outside of my body, and I need to find my body and get back inside it? No. No, that's not it. This is real. But everything else was real too, wasn't it? I didn't just imagine it. Can a ghost dream? My name is Wes. I take care of Dot Harper. My friends are Lily Harper, Abby Douglas, Rudy Peltham, Spikes Cabrera, and... And... Was that... Everything? Is that all I am? That's all you got for me, bird? Can you give me a middle C? Octave higher? What is happening? Hi!
0: Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish.
5: Please hold. Your call is very important to us, and we will get to it as quickly as we can. The cataclysm is frightening for everyone. Remember, in times like these, we need to stick together more than ever. If you need emergency assistance, please call 999.
1: Your position in the queue is 333.
3: Hello, you've reached the Cataclysm Casualties hotline. Can I take your name and date of birth? Peredee Green. Morgan Jones. Xu Liu.
1: Gwen Turner. Just call me Dai.
3: Okay, and who are you calling for today?
1: My mum, Shan Thomas. She was in Aberystwyth. Matthew and Louise Turner. uh, In Kirkwall, on Orkney.
3: My father, Kai Liu. Ben... Ben Jones. I thought something on
4: the news about
3: a sea something. He's 15 years old. Anna and Sophie Green. In Portsmouth. What's happening in Calhoun? Listen, is this real? I've been seeing news reports about dragons. Let me look that up for you. Where are you calling from today? Bristol.
1: Bristol. Bristol. Bristol.
5: Leicester.
3: I'm so sorry. It looks like we haven't got anyone listed under that name on the database. This means they haven't been listed as a fatality call back tomorrow and if you haven't heard anything from us or your loved one in three days try the online form i know this is scary but it's okay we're going to get through this together
1: camlan a post-apocalyptic audio drama by ella watts inspired by folklore and arthurian legends coming january 2024
5: Produced by Tin Can Audio.